Hello, and welcome to today's edition of the fight against COVID-19, What's Really Going On, a CGTN radio podcast that brings you everything you need to know about the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm Tian Yu. In this edition, we will look at the travel boom and the country's factory activities as more pandemic restrictions are lifted. The Chinese mainland, Hong Kong and Macau are set to further drop travel restrictions such as COVID testing upon arrival. Various online travel platforms have seen a surge in search volume for destinations in Hong Kong and Macau. Richard Kimber has more. Well, this is a huge step forward for Hong Kong's efforts to try and resume a level of pre-pandemic normalcy. From Monday, there will no longer be a daily quota in place for the number of visitors who are allowed to come into Hong Kong from the Chinese mainland, and there will no longer be testing requirements either for COVID-19. That will also extend to the territory of Macau. This is a huge boost for local businesses here in Hong Kong. Just to put this in perspective, before the pandemic began back in 2019, Hong Kong received some 56 million visitors across the course of the year. in 2021 at the height of the covid pandemic here that number slumped all the way down to 90,000 not even a fraction of the levels that hong kong is used to last year it picked up uh, somewhat to around 600,000 but still way way off the levels of visitors that hong kong is used to and just to better understand the economic impact of this border reopening with the chinese mainland visitors from the chinese mainland typically account for around 70% of those people who come into hong kong every year which is why it's such a crucial part of the hong kong economy And the economy here has really suffered during the past three years. Uh, Last year, it shrank by 3.5%. That's the third time in four years that the economy has contracted. And talking to people across the tourism industry, local restaurants, local hotels, over the past few weeks, everybody is incredibly optimistic now that with the border reopening with the Chinese mainland, with all border checkpoints now fully functioning, there will be some effort now to try and get the city back on its feet after what has been a really tough time for local businesses across all sectors. That was Richard Kimber reporting from Hong Kong. China's outbound tourism sector is seeing a swift recovery as more international flights resume and cross-border travel becomes more convenient. Jiang Tao has more. China's overseas tourism market has witnessed its best performance in three years since the country lifted almost all COVID restrictions in December. Figures show that the volume of outbound travel orders using sea trip surged 640% during the Spring Festival holiday. The warmer southern regions are the most popular destinations for Chinese travelers. Vimi Huang is having a honeymoon in the Maldives with her husband. She says the East measures have given her more travel options. I have more options when it comes to choosing a travel destination. I can experience different cultures and enjoy different scenes in other countries. My passport had been expired for more than two years and couldn't be renewed during the pandemic. I got a new passport just five days after the policy change, and then we immediately booked the air ticket and hotel. Meanwhile, Thailand, with rich tourism resources, has become a big winner as Chinese tourists flood in. Figures show that the country accounted for almost half of trip bookings for hotel stays longer than 20 days. Luo Jingwen is a travel writer. She says she will visit the country in March. The era of traveling abroad online has ended. We are all very excited. Thailand is more appealing compared to Sanya because we can have better island tourism experience. Thailand also has good policy on visa application. I hope more island countries can open up to Chinese tourists. 
travel agency Colorful Holiday specializes in providing customized Alban Island travel services. This year, it has already held many tourism promotion activities with authorities from many island countries, such as Fiji and Mauritius. Operation director Zhao Jiao says the outbound tourism sector will definitely see a quick rebound. The development of overseas resorts amid the pandemic has provided more options for tourists. The price for overseas travel increased 30 to 50 percent compared to 2019. However, the demand is still strong. Taking the Maldives, for example, although only Beijing, Shanghai and Guangzhou have direct flights to the islands, the number of inquiries reached about 300 a day, much higher than the same period in 2019. Under a new policy, local travel agencies and online travel operators allowed it to resume outbound group tours starting Monday. Group travel will first be open to 20 destination countries, including Thailand, Indonesia, Singapore, Egypt, Kenya, South Africa, Switzerland, and New Zealand. That was Jiang Tao reporting. After the spring festival holiday, most factories and companies in China have resumed their operations. Many of them are more confident about their business growth this year as the consumer market gets off to a good start. Wu Lei has more. This factory is mainly used for producing nourishing cushion, setting powder, and other beauty products. Chen Taoyuan and his colleagues are working shifts around the clock to package these cosmetics, as their production capacity has fully resumed. Now, our order volume has increased by 50% compared with that of the same period last year. We expect our production to reach more than 50 million pieces per month, which is our highest capacity in history. In order to catch up with the production orders, they are hiring, aiming to have 30% more employees by the end of February. As spending on global consumer goods is expected to rebound, more Chinese exporters are planning to adjust their marketing strategies to further expand their overseas markets. Built in 2017, Floresis aims to become an innovative makeup company. With increasing investment in research and development, the company has created modern beauty products combined with traditional Chinese culture and aesthetics. Those products have been exported to over 100 countries and regions. There's a story behind it, and then the, the reason why we build these products are not only just for selling a product, but also trying to tell a beautiful love story uh, in Chinese culture. So uh, we need to, uh, we will localize our content much better, we'll improve our marketing messaging better to communicate in their way that they can understand. Since the start of 2023, domestic and cross-border travel have soared. Experts say consumption is expected to be one of the major drivers for China's economic growth this year. And of course, from a global perspective, uh, China's reopening is also positive news, particularly when we're generally talking about the global recession risk and the G3 economies actually were facing economic slowdown pressure. So the recovery and the acceleration in China's economic growth uh, also provide a very meaningful offsetting for the global economic outlook for this year. According to the latest report from IMF, China will account for 30% of total global growth this year. China's reopening is expected to power the global economic recovery in different channels. That was Wu Lei reporting in Shanghai. With that, we end this episode of the fight against COVID-19, What's Really Going On? 
Subscribe to our podcast for another episode filled with facts, stories, and opinions concerning the global battle against novel coronavirus. For more detailed stories about the pandemic, visit radio.cgtn.com or listen to our current affairs program, The Beijing Hour, online. Drop us a line on our podcast so we can provide you with even more content that interests you. I'm Tian Yu. Thanks for listening. Thank you.